Many years ago, when times were simpler and more romantic, a young man wrote this letter to his girlfriend. Sweetheart, if the world was hot, as hot as the Sahara Desert, I would crawl on my knees through the burning sand to come to you. If the world would be like the Atlantic Ocean, I would swim through shark-infested waters to come to you. If the world would be like a great novel, I would fight the fiercest dragon to come to you. And the young woman's heart was just bursting with warm feeling until she read his final line. Sweetheart, I will see you on Thursday if it doesn't rain. The problem with love is that eventually it rains. And yet today's letter from our own St. John speaks of a love that lasts come rain or come shine. And by the way, that's a great Frank Sinatra song. I encourage you to listen to it, come rain or come shine. But what is this love that our own St. John is talking about that lasts that comes rain or comes shine. We find it right in the lesson, in a memorable quotation, 1 John 3.16, we know love by this, that he laid down his life for us. Love is the foundation of the Christian faith. The love of God is demonstrated in the life and teachings and the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And this specifically Christian kind of love is primarily a choice, not a feeling. This specifically Christian kind of love is primarily a choice, not a feeling. God chose to send Jesus into the world. Jesus chose to die on the cross for your sins and mine. And with God's help, you and I choose to follow God's commandment as found right here in 1 John 3.23. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. Feeling in love, feeling romantically in love, or having warm affection for the people in your life can be tremendous blessings. And you and I should seek to cultivate good feelings and all the different connections and relationships that we have with people. But feelings are not a sufficient foundation for lasting relationships, especially deep and life-giving relationships, especially relationships that will last for years or maybe for a lifetime. As with family, as with a close friend, as with a spouse. Why is this? Well, because feelings fluctuate. They go up and they're wonderful for a season of life. They go down and they're not so great. And sometimes they go up and down in the course of a day. Oh, and by the way, if you go through a long period of time with negative feelings or a long period of time with no feelings for some sort of person in your life, that's a signal. Pay attention to that signal. It's like the warning lights on your car 
dashboard, check engine, check relationship. Ignore those flashing signals at your own risk and the risk of the people in your life. So question for you, what is it that can help sustain relationships of all kinds for you? What is it that can help cultivate good feelings? What is it that can help you to actually demonstrate this Christian love, not just to the people in your life, but even to a stranger, even to enemies as Jesus teaches us? Well, what is it? Drum roll, please. The choice to love. The choice to love. This choice is built on the mountain solid foundation of God's love. The more you choose love, the more you will build your faith. The more you choose love, the more you will build your faith. Let's say that together. The more you choose love, the more you will build your faith. Example, choosing to show up again and again in your relationship, to be present, to listen, even when the other person is being difficult. That's choosing love. That's building your faith. Choosing to be there for a friend when you'd really rather be doing something else. That's choosing love. That's building your faith. Dealing with someone that you disagree with and yet treating them with respect and not demeaning them. That's choosing love. That's building your faith. Sticking with the annoying preacher, making the effort to stay engaged with the sermon. That's choosing love. That's building your faith. If you've ever made any of these kind of choices in the past, raise your hand. Outstanding. Well done. With God's help, keep making those kind of choices. Keep choosing love. Now, here's a true statement. Thumbs up. False statement. Thumbs down. You tell me. Without God's love regularly pouring into the bucket of your heart, you will find it harder to choose love. I see thumbs up. I see thumbs going up. That's true. So follow-up question, follow-up question. When you turn on the faucet in your kitchen or the faucet in your yard at your house, what happens, at least hopefully? Right? Water comes pouring out. So make sure you're turning on the spiritual faucets in your life so that God's power and love and strength is coming into that bucket of your heart. That's prayer, that's worship, that's service. That's the marks of discipleship. Think of those as spiritual faucets. You turn them on, that spiritual nutrition and power is coming into your heart. You will find it easier to choose love. And by the way, the opposite applies too. If you keep those faucets all tightly turned off, you will find it harder to choose love. Of course, even when we're being faithful, even when we're trying to be serious about our Christian life and serious about the people in our life, we'll still mess up. There'll still be times we don't choose love. I know I fail to show love on a regular basis. And yet the mystery of the Christian faith is that even then, God chooses to love us anyway. The more you choose love, the more you will build your faith. Let's say that together. The more you choose love, the more you build your faith. 
And the more you choose love, the more lives that you will bless. And here's one story about the power of choosing love. Little Mary grew up knowing that she was different from other children, and she hated it. You see, she was born with a cleft palate, and she had to endure the constant teasing and stares of cruel children as they would say things about her misshapen lip, her crooked nose, and her slightly garbled speech. And from a very early age, little Mary came to the conviction that outside her immediate family, no one would ever love her. And that was until she entered Mrs. Leonard's classroom. Mrs. Leonard was an elementary school teacher with a warm smile, a round face, and shiny brown hair. And all the kids in Mrs. Leonard's class liked Mrs. Leonard, and they all vied for attention. They all wanted to be her favorite. But little Mary, over time, grew not just to like Mrs. Leonard, but to love her. All this took place in the 1950s, where it was not uncommon for teachers to give their kids an annual hearing test. Well, you see, the problem for Mary was, in addition to having a cleft palate, she also was deaf in one ear. And she was so determined to not let the kids have yet something else that they could pick on her about that every year she cheated on the whisper test, as it was called. And the whisper test was pretty simple. You would go to the doorway of the classroom. The, the student would turn their head one way, one ear toward the teacher, the other ear they would cover up and block. And then the teacher would whisper something in their ear. And so Mary went up to do the whisper test yet again. She turned her bad ear toward the teacher. And like she did every year, she pretended to cover her good ear. And Mary knew that teachers would often say things like, the sky is blue. What color are your shoes? But not that day. Surely God must have put seven words into Mrs. Leonard's mouth that forever changed Mary's life. When the whisper test came, Mary heard these words. I wish you were my little girl. I wish you were my little girl. And the good news is that you are God's little girl, God's little boy, perhaps all grown up now, but you are God's son, God's daughter. And if you have ears to hear, God is constantly whispering to you love letters, letters of encouragement, letters of pride, letters of forgiveness, each and every day, come rain or come shine. Every human relationship eventually faces the rain. But God's love is an eternal sunshine. 
as followers of the love of God, as followers of the God of love. Your calling and mine is very clear right here in 1 John 3, 23. This is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. The more you choose love, the more you'll build your faith. The more you choose love, the stronger your relationships often will become. The more you choose love, the more little Marys in the world whose lives will be changed, whatever their current ages and whatever their particular differences. Choose love. Amen.